Is it? So what was your life like before gaming? I wow. Know. Wait, so is this, the, is this the very first podcast? Yeah. Wow, Have episode pulled, one, guest one. Hell yeah. If you pull up the stream, it looks super clean. For wow. Effort. That's amazing. Well, I can't. I can't watch myself. Watch myself. <laughs> that, that would. I, I can't it's like do Inception, that. Inception. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but dude, I, you know, games have always been a part of my life. You know, to me, I, um, I I was an athlete and I was a swimmer and and you know I would always be in car trips, you know, going to different sporting events and I would always have my Game Boy with me and and my Game Boy was like the first, like like, gaming thing that i i like completed completed you know like full games on you know really yeah. really felt like i had this thing that i like you know could could explore new worlds with and and i remember when i you know beat pokemon for the first time or beat zelda for the first time like it was so incredible because i'd never experienced kind of like a journey yeah. like that um and uh and so gaming is always a part of my life and then even in college my buddies and i would get done you know, playing, um, playing or, or swimming or, or working out or whatever. And, and then, then you were a D1 swimmer, just casual D1. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, long time ago. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, we'd get done and we'd play Halo. We'd play, you know, all these other games at the time on Xbox. And, and uh, we had a 360 at the time and it was, it was epic. And, and, uh, you know, like to me, games have always kind of been in the background of my athletic career. And then when my athletic career ended, it kind of, became more and uh more prominent yeah Alrighty. so for everyone watching because you know i gotta have the game gym plug what is the game gym because it's one of my favorite places on the earth it's the most <laughs> vibable place so the game gym is a is an esports training center we do classes uh private lessons camps all kinds of different uh opportunities we also do, you know, coach training and, and we're going to start uh, like a competitive team, um, you know, in, in the future. So, you know, it, it's a bunch of different things, but right now it's a place for, you know, people in our community to come and game together. And then, um, you know, for, for those of us, you know, hoping to get into the industry someday, it's a place for us to get, you know, some experience so that, you know, when you go off to your, you know, hopefully get that job at HyperX or Logitech or Epic Games or whatever, um, you know, people see that you worked at Game Gym and they know that, you know, we, we um, you really know, instilled did. some good values in you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For those of you who, if anyone is watching, is the first one, you should be watching the internet, but the game is like, like out of all the places like I've helped out at for like robotic things, like the least shady place, you know? <laughs> like there's no like there's no skeletons in the closet nah man our, our thing is we just want to be a good place where people can come and game together and and uh you know we want to create you know the the gaming community that that we wish we had and the gaming community is not always a welcoming you know non-toxic place but we do our best to make sure that the game gym you know fits that vibe yeah so going into that i'm a recent high school graduate just got my diploma today congrats so, uh, what do you think about esports in high school? Because like, there's a bunch of like decentralized places which aren't like school run, but like, do you think it has a home there? Because there's so many Absolutely. kids who play now. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be huge. It's gonna there's gonna be high school esports, middle school esports, like all of those things are are coming down the road. Um, one of the things that that we've kind of seen is that um, there's a huge disconnect between 
um, you know, parents and kids and the community and how they, you know, interact with esports. And a lot of people or schools want to do it, but they don't really know how and they don't really have anybody to turn to. They don't really know the best way to start a program, maintain a program. Usually what ends up happening is it's like one or two people who really drive it forward and then they graduate and and then the program kind of dies. So, you know, we want to create a program that's kind of like, um, you know, sports in the sense that it's just churning year after year. Yeah. Um, but right now, the only issue, the uh, one of the issues I see with that is that the, the high school esport platforms are not locally based. So there is no, you know, um, like, you know, for, for different schools, like local conferences, there's no local yeah. ties. There's no, there's no rivalries. It's a company in LA, a company in New York, and they've designed a high school esports platform. That's going to work for all of America because that's, that's the best way to get money, <laughs> keep it digital yeah. and, and get as many people as possible. So I call it, I call it cast the net esports. <laughs> I sit in LA, I sit in New York, I create a program. I, I, you know, whatever I throw it across the country and reel it in and see how many people I get. Um, yeah, no, it's and... whack. Like, uh, like I didn't think that cause, uh, we had two of my friends made like a smash club at school. They have like 50 kids, but then you, uh, for those of you guys who don't know the game gym has a thing called flex, which is like smash tournaments bi-weekly, right? Yep. And, uh, like I just saw a bunch of people just like continue going there and just like, it's not a cult per se, but there's just like so many inside jokes from it now. Like it's so popular, popular in the DMV now. It's true, man. We're we're trying to do everything we can to like create community. We want to create school rivalries. We want to do all that stuff. And to me, um, I grew up in in Montgomery County and Montgomery County swimming. And the reason why you know uh, our area has such excellent swimmers is that the MCSL, the Montgomery County Swim League, is such a, a awesome, fun, casual, competitive entry point into the sport that it keeps people coming back and so we want to create that same kind of vibe with esports so that you know the 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 what we're trying to build you know grows year after year and we produce some really great talent out of our region and i think that that, that the more you do that the more it kind of like builds on itself yeah all right do you think first person shooters my favorite type of game is ever going to like be in high school esports because, like, it's not even coming to the Olympics if they want to add games. They're, like, even Splatoon, they're not adding because it has a gun in it. I, I don't think so. You know, I think that at the end of the day, the people making those decisions are not you and me. They yeah. are, excuse me, they are, um, you know, probably 50, 60 plus people who aren't gamers. The Olympics, those those people are 70, 80 plus. The only reason the Olympics is looking at esports in the, it, at all is, is revenue, like, you know. Um, yeah media Money. rights and sponsorship they don't they don't think that esports is on the same par as an olympic sport and, and honestly i don't either i don't yeah, think I that, don't the, think that the, the olympic medal that i would have earned from waking up at 4 10 to go swim and do doubles and then and then do that should equate to some kid who picked up overwatch last year like that you know yeah. I, don't, I don't see that being a thing um what I'd love to see is a, a you know a World Cup of esports or, or an Olympic of esports yeah. where all the big developers got together and did you know something. But um, what's probably going to happen is the Olympics are going to do it, and then forever we will have to justify our existence, which is going to suck. Yeah. Um, 
but no, um, that's like not to get too political because that's not what I want to get into here. That's yeah. like my issue with like when net neutrality is a big argument. Everyone's like, why don't these old people get it? It's because when they like when they internet when the internet got introduced for them, they were just kids or like in their eighties. There's no in between for them. So like just these old ass people who like they weren't born into it. So they don't get it as much as the people who do it. Like they were born into the sports era and now like sports is slowly going down. Esports is going up right now. But they won't get it until like it's too late, you know. Just it's absolutely true. I don't think that we should be having seventy-year-olds be making our legislation on on net neutrality and internet because those people are more closely aligned with uh, you know old people at the C level, uh, Fortune five hundred companies than they are people actually using the internet. Um, yeah. The the net neutrality debate that went on. Um, I don't know if you watched any of it, but some of the questions that those old folks asked were, were embarrassing. And these are the people who are designating our laws. And it's also why net neutrality failed and we don't have net neutrality anymore. Like it, it, yeah. they, it did away with it. So, you know, like it, it's, uh, it's a really dangerous thing what they did and, and we're going to see the ramifications of that. But that's what happens when you have old people making rules for, for the next generation. I think that, you know, not to get too political, but I think we need term limits on, oh, on no, senators too. and congressmen yeah. and things like that. You serve your time and then get out and, and bring in, you know, leave room for some, some new ideas. Yeah. Um, no, like, so. uh, what was I going to say? So when we visited our teacher yesterday and gave him, like, gifts, he was just telling me, like, how the people, like, that run things should have, like, had some hand in it. Like, they have to come with all this online schooling shit now for next year, but then, like, the principals and whatnots are expecting them to like have some master class but they're like we can't even get these kids to pay attention in class let alone like over a screen so it's all just oh, really... yeah that's one thing you guys have been really good at keeping people actually engaged we're trying man we're doing everything we can uh the online platform is is an okay substitute but you know it's always better to be together in real life and and whatever but you know, we've done our best to try to, you know, be consistent. You know, you can join a game gym from home program every day from four to six. So you know that that's going on. Like that's, that's just a consistent thing. And I think that that's one of the things that really helps us is that people know whether you sign on on a Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, like we're going to be gaming from four to six. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that consistency really helps. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is like an actual gym, which just recently opened up near us, which is also high. <laughs> I just got a flex. Yeah, work it out, baby. No, but yeah, no, it's very trippy because like even people like who like parents like that you're trying to talk to right now, they're like we don't get all the hype. It's like the same thing as like soccer or something. Like once the kid becomes hooked to something, like they have a future in it. But like if they pursue it the correct way, you know. Yeah, what's like I mean, yeah, out of curiosity, it's like the worst thing a parents told you, like that you're like obviously didn't like yell at them in their face, but you're like that's so stupid. <laughs> um. Well, you know, a lot of parents just, they're like, uh, it's a lot of like, oh, I don't need my kid in front of screens anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what do you do for work all day? <laughs> you probably sit down at a computer for eight to 10 hours, you know, like, like screens are our lives. We need to not vilify screens. We need to make sure yeah. we're utilizing these tools appropriately. And if you just vilify something and, and treat it as all, like all screens are bad, then I think that that puts you in a really dangerous situation. Um, I did have one parent say something to me, which was really interesting that, um, I I think it's kind of like an older way of thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And, um, this was kind of at the beginning about two years ago. And he was like, look, I I don't want my kid to do this. 
um, and be a gamer in the same way that I don't really want them to be a musician or an artist. Like I want them to go get like a job. And it was like, okay, like I, I, I get that conceptually, like, you know, being a full-time musician or full-time artist is, is not an easy life. Yeah. Um, but we're not talking about your kid being a pro gamer. Like we let our kids pretend like they're going to go to the NBA until they're like 22, you know, like, yeah. let, like this is about, you know, we use esports in the same way that you use traditional sports. You, you do it, you know, to create friendships, um, learn life skills, like, you know, how to be a good winner, how to be a good loser, how to like navigate the ups and downs of a season how to you know argue with your coach about how you should train but do it in a respectful way like yeah. those are all things that you learn from traditional sports um but they don't have to advertise that we just like assume that you're going to get those things like that's what parents that's why we sign our kids up for soccer or swimming or basketball or wrestling they're like you're going to learn the values of hard work and this <laughs> and that and like you can learn all the same stuff through esports so um you know that that parent who was like i don't want my kid to do this um you know one it's like yeah well most kids aren't going to be pro gamers in the same yeah. way that most basketball players don't grow up to be nba players what we do is we use these avenues to teach people life skills and and help them grow and then hopefully they'll use those things in in whatever career that they choose um the other part of it is that i think now more so than ever you can actually make a life with music and art and yeah. gaming in a way that didn't exist you know when that guy was was you know grew up and so you know there's you know games need musicians games need artists games need all kind like graphic designers games need all kinds of different jobs yeah. and um and it, and and to me like i think you should you should pursue those careers and maybe get a dual degree, maybe get an art degree and a business degree, get a, get a, uh, you know, uh, a graphic design and a marketing degree so that you have, you know, something a little bit more niche and also something that's a little bit more broad. Yeah, no, it's like true because like, as I was born, like the generation before me was like the standard, like, I know flow Trevor was like, do K through 12 as best as you can go to some college, get a four year degree and then just like get some staple job. But now like, People are just constantly breaking the mold, you know, like, I was thinking about yesterday when I was hanging out with my friend for, like, this podcast, I was like, I have college classes right now, or esports, like, I have to pick an in-between, and I just, I just, like, mesh the schedule and, like, go as hard as I can on both, but I'm just like, right now, it's such, like, a chaotic time, because, like, whether people like it or not, we are just, like, in a peaceful time right now, like, obviously, not everything's perfect, but, like, it's the best it's been in a while, so people have time to explore what they want, but it's just so trippy right now. Because, like, yeah. I'm at this point where I'm just, like, I have four years of uni I can chase right now. Or I can go all into, like, esports and what I want to do. So I can pick, like, the programmer lifestyle I want or, like, the playing games, what I would actually enjoy, you know. It's a trippy it's time. A t- it, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's also a tough balance because, you know, like, the, the, the new school part of me says college is a waste. If you don't know you want to be a doctor you're just going to like try out things, you know, like if you know, if you know, if you've got a career path and you want to be a journalist, okay, great. If you want to be a doctor, great. Like, you know, that makes sense. But if you don't know what you want to do, going to college can be a a big old waste of money. And, um, you know, I highly recommend, you know, people take, take a gap year, try different things, see, see what is out there. And then maybe you'll, you'll be more energized to go to school and, and really kind of make an effort. 
but I know a lot of my generation and, and, you know, some of the generations before you just had to go to college and it was, it was the next step and people did it. And, and my generation is crippled by hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loan debt, just so you could get a degree. And essentially what you did was you went and partied for four years at, at some cool university. And like, I'm sure you learned a lot of skills, made a lot of mm-hmm. friends, whatever, but the, the college degree doesn't have the same weight that it did um you know when you know back 20 years ago on the flip side of that you know i will say that the people doing the hiring are generally a little bit older and generally they still think that way so you know if you're looking at two degrees and one person is great or, or, or they're both great but one has finished college you're most likely going to give the nod to the person who finished college because they could see that thing through. Whether they whether they liked it, didn't like it, there's there's a lot of value and honor in finishing. And um, and and when we had uh, when we had Pete Ons over to to speak uh, at the game gym, he said that that was one of the first things. And it doesn't need to be a four year college. Yeah. It could be a two year trade school. It could be a, a a certificate course or something like that. But all it shows is that you can. <laughs> You can, you know, execute something over time that's hard and, and achieve a goal. And, um, you know, while I think you can get into the world of esports without a college degree and that there's a ton of jobs in esports that don't need a college degree, um, I think that it, it also has a lot of value as well. Yeah, it's like um, a safety net, you know, as yeah, bad as so, that sounds. Well, you. It's the tried and true strategy, I think, is the best way of putting it it's it's definitely you know good to have it in your back pocket you know like i i think that um you know i don't i don't really think that i learned or anything in the classes that i took in college um but my college experience led me to where i am today and i i learned a lot and i i you know did a bunch of other things i actually realized in college i was wasting my time in classes so i started a music blog and i i like would release albums for like local North Carolina artists and things like that. And, and I learned more from that blog on marketing, on branding, on, on content, on writing, on, you know, how to, how to do, have an event, you know, push something out, um, how to get people to rally behind you. I learned more, more of stuff that I'm using today doing that than I ever did from a college course. But at the same time, you know, having a college degree is huge, and uh, I, I, I'm sure it's open doors in ways that I I don't even know. You know, it's a weird. Some people look like, oh wait, who calls you Noodle Doodle? Because someone in the chat just said that. Me? Yeah. I don't think anybody calls hot. me Noodle it might Doodle. Just be me, I'm Unless a it's boy. maybe it's uh maybe that's what you guys call me <laughs> behind my back. <laughs> no, I call you Joshy Boy behind your back. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's true because like there's even some like random YouTubers that's like they're doctors and they're like I'm making more money off YouTube I'm like that's weird you did like eight years and then four years of med school so 12 years of your life gone and now you're just doing a YouTube and you could just start it with that like it's just a tribute time like people like overnight you're just doing these big successes just like out of like not luck obviously but for like to not go into the whole thing like just luck you know just like a tribute yeah. time like they'll just I pop off though, once like- on the internet and they'll stay there yeah. Well, I think like streaming, streaming, for example, to me is, is and what you're doing, like 
creating a podcast like these are this to me is like my version of or your version of the music blog like yeah. you're learning all these things you're doing marketing you're promoting you're going to create a logo you're going to you know have interviews like this you're like these are all skills that you're going to take and and go off and and you know do again um and i think that like the the more that you can couple that with a degree um the stronger you'll be you know say you're a, you're a full-time streamer that's mm -hmm. great and all but like are you going to be a full-time streamer when you're 50 yeah exactly like, like think longer term all right i'm going to do i'm going to do streaming and make money but i'm going to also get a marketing degree so that i can you know uh have that in my back pocket for when i shift from you know my streaming career to a a more stable office job when i've got a wife and kids you know yeah. like those are things that like young kids are not thinking about in the esports world and and so you know for me like no i'm not going to sit here and say that your college degree is necessarily yeah. going to benefit you um if you get into esports you know but but it also will later on in life um so you know it's it's a tough balance i always want to encourage people go to college see it through you know it doesn't have to be a four-year school even yeah. if it's a two-year thing um, or take time off. You know, you don't have to go right from college. Take some time. Figure out what you want to do. Maybe it's journalism. Maybe it's marketing. Maybe it's business. Um, you know, like you know. A, like a lot of pro players, they'll just switch to casting. It's like it's easier. They can market. Or like a, I guess it's a good segue. Like Mixer just announced that they're ending Microsoft streaming platform. And like people are wondering what Shroud and Ninja are gonna do because they got like 30 million, 10 million respect. Or Shroud got 10 million, Ninja got 30 million. And people are like, they don't have to come back. They can just retire now. They have a lump sum of money. They can go like live another life now. It's just well, crazy. Or you just, you just LeBron James. Did you see LeBron James just announced a hundred million dollar yeah. investment to build a media like media empire? Like yeah. you know, these guys now have that money. They're 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 gonna you know whatever their next thing is, they're gonna continue to make millions of dollars. Take mm -hmm. that thirty million dollars, put it in the bank live off the interest of that yeah, that's what my friends were saying you know and then and then do anything you want start 50 companies like you set up your family for the next five generations like you you have the, with that kind of crazy money you you have the ability to literally do anything if you do it right my buddy wade is a financial advisor so if anybody needs go <laughs> talk to him because he's the one who, who helped helps guide my uh financial decisions yeah no dude just like it's insane because like now they it's like people are wondering why they're like worth so much it's not them themselves the whole brand they made like exactly. the shroud ninja brand. i'm not ninja's biggest fan but like if i go to target with like one of my friends there's just ninja merch on like the shelves which i never expected to see and i'm just like this is you know insane like he's, he's the first big yeah like big he broke into spot. the a-list celebrity slot yeah like he's just first a common household name to me, it was like very similar to uh, when I was when I was swimming. Like nobody knew any swimmers until Michael Phelps, and now everybody knows who Michael Phelps is. But yeah. if I asked you to name three other swimmers, like most people wouldn't be able to do that. Gaming's kind of in that same way. Like the general public knows about Ninja, but like if we had to be like, all right, who's who are the next two? Like yeah, they won't know. Blank, you know, um, yeah. but it's huge. You got to have that first guy, you know, like that first guy breaks the mold and, and what Ninja has done for the gaming community. And he's a good dude. He's not super, he's not toxic. He, he, you know, he's not creeping on his wife. Like he's a, yeah. he's a good, he's like a good dude. He's a perfect, I think 
maybe not perfect because nobody's perfect, but he's a he's really the best we could have gotten. Yeah, he's a really wonderful ambassador for our world. Yeah, no, like uh, one controversial thing he did have is uh, he's like, I'm not gonna stream with any women because yeah, I, did see that. I don't want them objectified. Yeah. I don't want to get like the whole simp title. And it's like so trippy that like that's something you have to be cautious of on the internet. Because uh, like uh, when we were doing the training thing earlier. I remember saying that in the game Valorant, I was like, oh, the characters I like is like Sage. I didn't think I'd like her because she's a support character. It's almost like, oh, is it because she's a woman? Sorry if you can hear my dog, he's going psycho. Oh, you're good. But I was just like, I didn't think about that. Because like, first of all, the support role a lot of times is like thrown in like female characters. But I was just like, no, I just liked playing the character. But then I was like, is it? Did I not want to play because like subconsciously I was just being sexist? Like, just such a trippy time. I think um a lot of a lot of little boys, you know, they they grow up and they want to play the character that that you know maybe they could grow up and be. So yeah. you want to play a boy character, and I think, you know, one of the things that is so awesome about the games coming out now is there are, I think it's a, a pretty good representation of of different different genders, different colors, um, all these kinds of things, and you know I'll load into to Overwatch and I'll see, you know, Arissa, Zarya um ash widow anna and and uh and 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 you know like all all six female characters and like that's awesome like to me that's that's yeah. super cool um and i think also we need to show and teach our young men uh that that you know playing as a girl character is awesome and that you know it's not about um it's about you know how you can and you know play in game not not yeah. what your, what gender your character is. it's just like at least on game it's just like not biological, just the aesthetic, you know? Shouldn't, like, make your final choice be based off, like, factual things. Yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, what gender the, the video game character is has nothing to do with the character's ability. Yeah. And it's just more for backstory and this and that. And um, I think that the more that we as coaches can show young men that you can play with any character, um, hopefully that, that, you know, they'll go into this world uh, a little bit more... Um, thinking of things a little bit more inclusive yeah no like uh all right hold up real honest question like talking about like a ninja and all so 100 thieves you know come out by drake which is insane yeah. so i grew up watching nature from like in mcdonald's playing uh black ops all the way till and like now we're honestly the biggest esports organization yeah they're like the first person to, like get a valorant pro right hiko do you think valorant's gonna survive because that's like one thing people are heavily opinionated on um, you know, I, I will tell you, um, I think that they are doing things well so far. I mean, I think that, that esports is so interesting because, um, there's a lot of things that make it very unique compared to traditional sports. So traditional yeah. sports, we have our, our big four, like baseball, basketball, hockey, football. Um, and, and there's really nothing else and there's no other football, you know, there's no yeah. other basketball, like there's a basketball there's like a g league or whatever um but there's no other so it's kind of mm. like it's weird because like you have CS:GO, and now you have overwatch and like yeah. it's essentially the exact same thing you have a you have a uh yeah. you know, two teams. you're good you're good you have two teams you have a point a a point b you have you know you've got the the spike or the bomb that you need to defuse or this or that like it's literally the exact same format you don't have that that issue in traditional sports um and and the other thing is that 
um, you with with this like remember when Overwatch came out and everybody was like oh my god CSGO like everybody killer, freaked yeah. out yeah like like now everybody's like wow Overwatch is struggling um, yeah. and so you know esports it's like it's like you might be super successful for two or three or four or five years and then and then fade away or you know you kind of ebb and flow and and you know esports i think will be a much more dynamic and and volatile world than the world of sports will be um you yeah. know uh as soon as somebody does something and it works like a battle royale 50 people do that um we haven't done that with with basketball you know we didn't like we haven't come up with 50 other ways to play basketball yeah. it might be better and more entertaining than than basketball um so you know there's there's a lot of these different factors um one of the things i will say is that i do like that valorant is not um is letting the community kind of push things forward for yeah. you know a year or so and and it seems to be you know uh how you know uh going in the right direction but one of the things that's so interesting and one of the things that that overwatch really struggled with is they didn't support their t2 their t2 scene at all um, yeah. They did, but like the contenders were struggling. Really, yeah. it, it wasn't. It wasn't very good. You could tell they didn't put the investment and care into it. And so when Valorant came out, everybody like it, it felt like the the legs got cut out from from Overwatch. Yeah. And so to me, what it shows you is that you know your esport has to be, um, you know has to you have to invest in your esport at the pro level, but then also at the you know collegiate high school casual level and yeah. i feel like they've got the casual and the pro and there's nothing in between and therefore it's very hard for an esport yeah, they have to whatever to will get them the most way. media exactly. like uh i sent the link to you earlier i don't know if you clicked it. i sent it in the tournament chat but uh found this thing a uh, riot called the ignition series where they'll help yeah, tournament so organizers all right so what do you think about like the game devs the companies themselves putting their hand into the tournament scene because like the uh the overwatch league that's directly all administered by like overwatch themselves and they can ban players total dominance so what do you think about that and that's the world we live in man like yeah. this is you know one of the big differences between traditional sports and esports is they own the football like they own the ball that you play with like you know if i wanted to to start a basketball league or a football league with you we could do that no one who no one could tell us yeah. that we can't do that um but with esports, they can tell you who can play with it, you know, how you can play with it, what the rules are, um, at what times, in what in what regard, um, you know, if I yeah. don't like you or your company, like we're not gonna let you, you know, uh, be a part of it. Like they gatekeep, um, but that's also it's yeah. their IP and they they have they can do that. So yeah, no, like uh, um, I don't know if you heard what happened with uh, what's it Warzone? So Hundred Thieves was like. We'll, uh, we'll do a charity competition. Whoever wins will give, like, X amount of money to some big charity in your name. But then Activision came in, like, two hours before and was like, we told you guys you can't have, like, a title sponsor one. You're running one of our games. So we're just cutting the legs underneath their tournament. And they had to, like, be like, uh, but it's for charity. And just so odd that, like, because, like, as you said, like, if I play, like, when I played tennis, because, you know, I can't go outside as much right now. Like, I could do whatever. If I didn't play at some school, I could try it on another team, you know? It's whatever. But, like, if I want to play Overwatch and, I don't know, for some reason Jeff Kaplan decides he doesn't like me, he could just be like, no, you're not playing this game. Move on. 
Yeah. Like uh, something insane. Uh, I think it was uh, like a few hours ago. The first cheater on, like the first pro banned on CSGO was then banned on Valorant and sued Valorant to be unbanned or something along those lines. Wow, that's and amazing. So tr- I think cheating is also a big thing because like I did boxing for a while and that obviously you can put like sand in your uncles and whatnot. But like in a, in a like actual sport, it's just so much harder to like mask if you're cheating or not. Because like people will call you out on your shit, parents will get angry at refs, the whatnots. But like behind the screens, like, the issue people are having right now with like competitions is like you can just download whatever hacks and people on the other side don't know what you're doing you know yeah i, I it's definitely i mean there's a ton of differences between traditional and and esports and you know that that is absolutely one of them and and uh you know i think that that you know then the other thing is like what what you know should a kid who's 15 or 16 who you know loves this game but also is a kid and did something dumb you know, by, by installing this hacker, like, should they be banned for life? Like, is that really like, is that what we're really saying? That like, if you make a mistake like that, that like, you should never, ever, 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 ever be allowed to play again. Like, that seems kind of harsh, but I also, you know, I know they want to respect, you know, and, and maintain the, the, the integrity of the game. And they also have to, you know, make examples out of people so that other people don't, don't try to cheat as well. Um, but I think that that's like a, that's a tough thing. Like, how are you going to really tell some 15 year old that they can never play this thing again because of some mistake that they made when they were young and, and, you know, whether they, they knew what they were doing or not. I think that like, we got to give people opportunities to make mistakes and then, you know, earn, earn it back. Um, yeah, no, like some, uh, some phase member, he like downloaded the game, uh, Fortnite and then got hacks, even though like he was one of the premier players and Fortnite was just like, nope you're done zilch and like yeah. his two years and like however amount of money he made was just all gone in the smoke it's yep. just insane how much control they can have over your life i mean you like think about it though like you know uh, in a lot of things they let you you know there's opportunities to kind of redeem yourself yeah like you you do community service like what if there was a program where cheaters had to help identify other cheaters yeah like uh csgo has overwatch where like it's not that if you're a previous cheater like if you've played in the game for a while just because they admit that their uh like hack detection is bad they're like all right you have like x amount of hours in the game like 2000 you can watch this game and if you think it's a hacker report it and once you have like three people who are playing this game for a while report this year as a hacker we know like we'll ban him yeah trippy though because like uh like for example, I got in like a arguing with my first tennis coach, tennis coach, because I wasn't using his technique. And he's like, "Okay, proven." Like I played a match against him, I beat him, thankfully, so I didn't have any disrespect on my name. But he was angry. He was like, "Okay, whatever. I've taught you enough." But like, you can't. It's so hard to impose that like online, you know? Because yeah. like they could just download hacks again. They just cost money. There's nothing like behind it. Yeah, you just hope that like you know people understand that like you know the the like. Like if you're one, if you're, if you're doing it to troll people, that's one thing. If you're doing it because you can't make it, you know, that's the other thing. And I think that like, there's a lot of people, um, you know, who just like need to put in the work and they don't always put in the work. Um, but I think a lot of, a lot of kids don't really know how to practice. A lot of kids want to get better, understand the urgency that they have to get better because if i get better then i could get picked up by this team if i get picked up by this team then maybe my you know my life situation changes in x and y z you know ways um but you know 
nothing nothing is better than putting in the work and earning that stuff yeah no like i think like one thing the game jumped as well is like treating like an actual sport like a like when i played tennis like the near varsity level like it was boring and like mindless but i go to like the court and hit like a hundred serves just to get it right like three times and like you make sure to keep them consistent come four to six like uh joe the smash coach who's just first off funny as hell is like while he like admits like games are funny he's like if you want to be like competitive you have to like be on a grind practice consistently you can't just like be dicking around because like when i played tennis for like not for fun but for like tournaments i wouldn't just like go and mess around but i'd be like i have to put in like two to four hours now just so i know i'll be good and consistent in this one thing like you swam so you can talk about that too yeah yeah i mean like you get it like anybody who plays sports knows that like if you want to shoot free throws well you got to shoot a bunch of free throws and then there's a huge difference between making free throws when you're sitting there in the gym by yourself versus making a free throw at the end of the game with you know everybody watching you yeah so like you know those are different those are different scenarios and i think that like all of them need to be practiced and experienced and the more time that you put in the more competitions that you go the more that you navigate the ups and downs of a season the more you're able to stand there at that free free throw line and feel confident as you take that shot versus if i just practice really hard for one day and then go into a match like I, i'm not gonna have the same confidence than i would if i went through a full season of you know all these matches where i won some i lost some i was the hero sometimes i failed other times but like i learned from all this and now i'm coming into that championship and that championship moment with like all of this stuff behind me yeah. you know that's how you really you really become great yeah no like uh like how i got good at games like so i used to play basketball and i go to like this year like summer camp which drained the hell out of me because like you know skinny boy eight hours of exercise but like I would practice threes, like, all day and night. But then, like, I couldn't nail them in a game. Like, I'd get shut out. But, like, at the end of this, like, week-long camp, we'd have a tournament. And, like, in the final match, like, I just, like, threw a three after all that pressure buildup, and I made it. And after that, like, I was fine. But until that point where the pressure's on you, you just don't perform the same. It's, it's tough, crazy. man. It's really, really tough. And, like, when I, uh, when I grinded Overwatch, like, the 14th rank in the world, like, there's a point where I played for fun, and I was like, I can't tell my friends I'm playing now. I have to hit the invisible mode. I have to grind it out. Because, like, as much as you love your friends, like, for any career you want to make, like, if they don't share, like, the same goal or drive, you have to take a break for yourself and, like, pursue it yourself and see how hard you can go. Yeah, totally. You have to have a good support system. And if your friends are casual and you're trying to take it a little bit more seriously, you got to find people who are going to take it seriously with you and help you get to that next level. Yeah, no, like, uh, I think you're like, does Roman still go there? Yeah, Roman's in our uh, in our League of Legends camp this week. Hell yeah. No, but, like, uh, I play Overwatch with the boys, and, like, Roman, who was, like, I don't know, fifth grade at the time, this was two years ago, like, he was an amazing McCree, because he was, like, I was, like, oh, working. He's, like, oh, you know, I've been aim training. He's, like, he's pursuing that, like, actual technical skill, whereas, like, someone, I'm not going to, like, say any names, but, like, I'll use my friend's name to banter him. Like, my friend, like, Brendan Fam, like, He's like, why am I hitting my shots? I'm like, dude, because you're just going in cold, hoping for the best, hoping you pop off like these YouTube clips you're watching. But you don't see behind like all the smoke and mirrors that like they're practicing just so, like they could perform the same, you know, or even yep. close to that. It's insane. Yeah. Quick play is, is different, you know, like quick play is different and you can't just hop into quick play over and over again and then think that you're going to walk into comp and, you know, 
pop off. Yeah, so like in a, in this game I play Rainbow Six Siege, uh, I grinded out ranked for like the first season. Like I hit gold, which is like top 40%. It's okay, right? It's not like insane to get to. It's like, okay, I need to get better. So the next season, like, didn't give a shit about my ranked. Only ranked like 400 hours of ranked over the course of like three months. I wanted to like end it all because just randos I was playing with, not my friend group. But then the next season I hit like, I think what's like the seventh highest rank, like tier wise. It's like, hell yeah, I got my ass kicked. But, like now I'm performing well. I think that's the biggest issue though when like people try learning is they're like, I saw this person do great, but I don't see like the work put behind it, you know? I think it's really, really hard. You know, like if I lift 500 pounds, you know that I'm not going to lift 500 pounds without putting in the work. Yeah. Um, and, and the issue is that a lot of people don't see, you know, that shot that that guy hit or, or the amazing play is the equivalent of somebody lifting 500 pounds, but that's what it is. Like that person was in that situation to do that amazing thing because of the work, but because, you know, esports you know, is not as like, uh, you know, uh, understandable. Like, I, I, I mean, like, you know, unless you really know the work that somebody puts in, um, it's very hard, you know, we all know what it's like to run, to swim, you know, if I saw somebody, you know, throw a football, uh, the length of a football field, like that's amazing. It's harder to look at like a, an overwatch shot and, and not be like, Oh, that's just lucky or, or yeah. like whatever, you know, like, but no, it's, it's, it's the same amount of work that went into lifting 500 pounds, um, you know, went into that shot and, and you're just seeing this, this one snapshot of it. Yeah. Cause like people will see like, I'm trying to think of players like, uh, why am I Steph Curry, right? Like he hits the three, looks like people are like, he's so cocky. I'm like, you don't understand. Like he was in the league before, but like he put in so many nights of practice. Like he's talked about, he did like 500 free throws and then would leave after the entire team already left him. So like after two hours of practice, he'd hit like 500 shots and then leave. Like people don't understand. Like you have to put in so much practice. Like I picked up an aim turn cause I was like, I can hit my shots, but like I want to be consistent, you know? Yeah. And like, uh, it's like that game. I keep going back to like siege. So they're, uh, like, the most, like, the team that's, like, the Dynasty G2, they have two players, like, Pengu, who's, like, very show-off, you know, he just, like, likes to flex on people. But then uh, they have a player called Eunice, who, like, he got the MVP, and people were, like, mad at him. But everyone's, like, he just does not die in game. Like, he stays consistent, he'll clutch up situations, and he doesn't talk trash. And, like, that's the road you inevitably have to pick out to be, like, do I want to be the point guard? Do I want to go, like, high-risk, high-reward? And show-off, or do I want to stay consistent, just, like, grind my way to the top silently? Well, and also like you got to do what works for you, you yeah. know, like if, if I imagine that the guy who's who's showing off tried to play more conservatively, it would he wouldn't be as good in the same way that the guy yeah. who plays more conservatively tried to like overextend, he wouldn't be as good. So like you got to do what what works for you. If 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 a, a flashier kind of more pushing, you know, play style is your play style, that's totally cool. Like go with it find good people to help support you with that yeah. you know as you you know as you do that play style um but i think it's important to also you know play your way don't don't like you know don't don't look at at, at what somebody else does and and say oh i need to do it that way um it's always good to look at other people but then you have to you have to play your way yeah no like uh it's like esports of like tears like how much money they make like league rainbow six siege counter-strike oh i haven't pulled up dota and like hearts are at the top of that where it's like the prize pool is like five million plus but then yep. people are like oh how'd they get there well like cs wasn't always popular but then like once it started grinding up you know it just picks up that's like one thing i'm trying with now this like whole input lag thingy i'm just like 
you have to stay consistent if you want to go anywhere in life you know yep it's yeah. tough you got to be consistent and and also just like you know build something that that is easily maintainable don't yeah. do one podcast a day do one every two weeks or one yeah. a month or whatever whatever's consistent you know for you and your schedule whatever doesn't like burn um, you out you know yeah and, and, and the main like... thing it's just it's not about doing a hundred podcasts in one day and then putting them all out it's yeah. putting out you know one a week over two years and then you look back at your body of work and and you're like wow look at look at everything i've accomplished yeah no like uh shit i was gonna say something smart but then uh, my brain uh-huh. flaked you know but um Sorry, what were, what were we just talking about? I just brain um, farted. No, and no the consistency um, thing. Yeah, consistency. No, no, like uh, just yeah, people, they just need to, like start. Like I read this quote, was like the first of anything, you're just gonna be, like trash compared to everything else, you know. It's like you just need to like get a start with that. Like people, are, like Josh, you need to get more into it. Anime, like people watch and they're like they don't realize they're romantic. Watch anime. Why does everybody get on me <laughs> for like not watching anime? Dude, it's because you you look like a jock. Oh you know, you, you break the mold. Like it's funny because I uh, like anime, dude. Like for my... all those people at home listening, I like anime. <laughs> no, dude, it's like funny though, because like a uh, quick side. It looks like I have a friend Hanok, right? He's on like the varsity basketball team. He's in D one right now. His shoulder just gets fixed up. Like this dude's like six four, tall black dude. He looks serious. Like he's admitted himself. He's like. I'm everything. I look like what my mom says I shouldn't, right? But then, like, he has a Sasuke, like, wallpaper, and he's, like, a super weeb. No, but, like, going back, like, people romanticize it just because, like, those characters start off strong, like, even if they get beaten, they're just, like, strong. But, like, we as normal people, like, we don't start off, like, just hitting 30 bombs in, like, Overwatch and whatnot. Yeah. I think, like, one of the things that I like about anime is that I think it does there are a lot of characters who are super well-rounded and uh you know there's there's you know tough characters who go through horrible like rough rough spots and you know there's other characters who who surprise you and i think i'm always um a fan of of the like kind of the storylines that you don't expect um yeah i remember when i when i realized when i was watching my hero and and i realized that all might was not all might all the time yeah spoilers for those you know (laughs) Uh, but I, I just thought that that there was like a wonderful way to, to represent this character because, you know, part of, you know, being a uh, whether it's a superhero or whatever is like not always feeling and, and, and being a superhero. Yeah. Uh, and you got to push through and you got to you're going to be scared and you're going to be hurt and whatever. But like you still have to show up with a smile on your face and, and do the best you can. And yeah. I think that those are things that like you know those mantras you know uh, appeal to everybody whether you're a jock yeah. whether you're you know a, a, an anime lover or or just a new person to the field you know it's all about those those like heartwarming stories you know like yesterday i was hanging out with my friend he's like doing math with my hand he's like what are you figuring out i was like i don't know if i want to do like college stuff all the time and i like esports cause i have to be like an in-between you know because like high school i could lollygag a little bit but college is college and he's like why do you just do it like you won't regret it or, like makes you happy it's like, even something, like, as simple as, like, asking someone out. Like, the first time you do it, it's, like, you're scared shitless. You don't know what to expect. But then, like, the more you do something, like, as long as you're happy with it and you won't regret it, it's just, like, you want to do that, you know? Like, I was, like, Look, I love programming and all, but, like, games just get me going to get the engine revving, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, life is all about pointing yourself in a direction and then going as far as that direction can take you and then pivoting, you know, in a new way. Um, you know, you're, you're, you make a decision, you follow through, 
you see how far I could take you, and then whether it takes you in a good place or a bad place, you'll have decisions to make then. Um, so, you know, I think that, like, um, you know, as you're kind of navigating your stuff or as, as anybody at home is navigating their, you know, their next steps. One of the things I will say is that, like, you know, college is completely different than high school. High school, yeah. like, takes up all, like, your whole day. Like, you're in school from, you know, 8 to 3, and then you have homework and, and extracurriculars. They really... I think over schedule kids. Um, and then yeah. you go to college where you have, you know, maybe one or two classes a day and, you know, maybe some of them are, are, you know, 50 minutes and some are, you know, an hour and a half or an hour and 15, but like, you know, most people you're, you're only having two or three classes a day. So there's plenty of time to yeah. like do other things. So as you're navigating your stuff, I just, you know, there is room to do both. You can, you know, pursue your esports career and take two or three classes, still, you know, work towards a, yeah. a degree, you know? No, like, even my teachers, I was like, teachers starting to realize that, like, maybe, like, putting eight hours of, like, just mindless shit into kids' brains just isn't, like, the move. Like, my uh, teacher, he's like, dude, I can tell kids something in, like, ten minutes, and he can go on his day, finish whatever, like, ten-minute worth homework I gave him, like, and they'll learn more than, like, you know, just droning randomly. Agreed. Agreed. I, I look. I mean, I I think that um, school is super important. It teaches you a lot. I think there's also the world can teach you a lot, and there's like a lot of of other things. And I I think that like, you know, I want people to pursue their esports careers. I also want them to understand that I, I think that there's a huge value in, uh, you know, going to college or or you know, trade school, doing Peace Corps. Like, do go and 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 do something that helps you figure out you know, who you are and where you want to go. And that'll be, you know, the best thing that you could do. And whether that's college, this kind of new experience, whatever, um, that's what, that's what your, you know, teens and twenties are all about. Yeah. And no, I just such a trippy time. And I do like crying. I was like, I used to spend like 50 hours a week in class and I'm like, it'll be down to like, I don't know, like 14. I'll be vibing, you know, it'll be like slight work, but now just everyone's stuck at home. And even like the teachers at college are like, yeah, it's like nothing. It's just yeah. a trippy time. Yeah, I mean, I, it'll be tough with, with all the, the classes, you know, online and things like yeah. that. Because, you know, there's really no difference between University of North Carolina, Georgia, Harvard, Yale, Maryland when it's online. Like, it's yeah. going to be, you know, pretty much the same thing. Um, you know, maybe you'll have more resources at some of those schools than others. But, like, you know, as long online as you put school, your, like... As long yeah, as online school is not, not, yeah. you know, it's, you'll do it to get by. <laughs> yeah, honestly. No, like, yeah. uh, it's funny because, like, like uh, I had a very angry childhood, you know, very angry, baron boy, spicy curry is what they called me. But, uh, <laughs> but like, I was in a robotics thing, and uh, I was leaving the team at this time, and, like, my old mentor, she came back, and I guess, like, my rival at that time, his name was Ben. He talked, like, a lot of shit about everyone, but she was, like, Ben, good job, you know, you're going to whatever university, I'm proud of you, because, like, his siblings went to MIT, and she's like, Gunvi, you need to get your shit together, and then Ben texts me, he's like, dude, I'm going to the same college as you, and I just sat there, and I was like, I got so much shit talk, like, I just stayed quiet and did my work, and, like, we're going to the same exact place, I'm taking, like, the easier route, and just, like, I just, like, getting it done, you know, it's, like, it's harder to follow through and complete something than it is to, like, just say you will. It's tough to follow through, man. One of the things that I think swimming taught me is there's a lot of value in finishing. 
Um, you know, I remember we would do sets and, you know, if, if you might, you might be, have to do a, you know, swim 20 laps by yourself after everybody finished, but like you finish, you put your head down, yeah. you do the things you need to do to finish and you don't, you don't finish early. You don't cut, you don't skip out because you were tired. You know, you, yeah. you finish that thing and you know, there's a lot of pride in finishing. I think that like you may not win the race, but like the, the goal, I think there's a lot of pride in, in seeing things through. And I think it's very easy to be like, well, this is hard. I, I you know, whatever. Um, I'm alone. It's embarrassing this and that like, yeah. sure, of course. But like, that's why it's important to finish. No, yeah. Like, um, like one of my pet peeves, like when someone doesn't compete in something, then they'll look at me like, oh, I could have won. Like uh, our school had like this, uh, Mr. R and it's like, like any uh, pageant show, like it's with dudes, right? And a bunch of my friends. I, I remember I went back in the day. Really? I a couple of them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple of buddies who uh, who uh, participated in it. Yeah, no, but like, uh, it's like this one kid, like, I don't dislike him. It's like, it's the way he carries himself. He's very cocky, but he was just like, his name is Dennis. I don't care if he calls me out on this, but he was just like, oh, you know, I didn't compete because it would have been a clear win. And like, normally I'm very like quiet and I just joke around. But I was like, dude, shut up. Like, you won't even get on stage in front of, like, ten people. Like, you can't talk. You're like, don't get me wrong. I trust that in private, you could pop off. But, like, it's different with all the pressure of, like, the whole school watching, you know? Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, you know, the, the the credit belongs to the man in the arena. Yeah. It's very easy for all of us to sit outside and, and you know, sit on our couches and say, oh, that football player should have done this or you should have passed the ball this way or, or esports people who are like, oh, you should have done this or that or whatever. But the credit belongs to the person who's in the arena. And if you're not and you haven't, um, maybe you should think about what you yeah. say. No, like you're <laughs> a prime example of this, dude. You're like, you have that joking persona, you know, like you're like the world's best socialist. Like you just socialize that. with every oh not social social like you socialize with everyone. Oh well I don't know yeah, about my that bad. either. But yeah, 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 like, yeah. Super kind, but then, like it. when it comes down to like balls on the walls, like following through, like you'll do it. Like it's like the whole discipline game's like insane. Like it's dude, it's not easy, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's something that we need in the world of esports too. We need to be able to follow through. Yeah, like uh I was talking to my friends about tennis and one of my friends was like oh, I couldn't pick up tennis, I was just so bad. I was like, dude no one starts off good like you have to start somewhere and you like even if you're crying you just have to like grind your way out to the top and then once you're done you'll look down you're like okay you know what maybe i'm not so bad dude i you know one of the things recently that i i so i've been playing guitar for the past two or three years and you know like i, I picked I one up <laughs> hey nice dude um but like you know we talked about this at camp today actually um there's this thing called imposter syndrome oh dude you know, like, i had a big case know. of that yeah like and, and and i remember when i every time i started picking up the guitar or even buying a guitar like going into guitar center i felt like i was a fake like i didn't feel yeah. like i was the musician and i feel like a lot of people have that with with games with sports with whatever and you pop in and you're like this this doesn't feel right i, I don't i'm not necessarily super comfortable with this um, you know, but you know, the only way to get comfortable is by pushing through that uncomfortableness. And if you're, you know, if you are uncomfortable, it means you're, you're, you're pushing yourself and you're progressing. And, yeah. you know, my coaches used to say, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like that's <laughs> a, a really great, like, like just kind of mantra. Um, and, and I think that like the more that we could do that, like 
now I, I I'm not a good musician, but I'm a musician, you know, oh, like yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's like, you know, I, I don't feel like an imposter anymore, but it took time for, it took months, maybe even years for me to get there. Yeah. No, like, uh, I remember like telling my friends, like when I finally told them that I would grind New York, like I reached the top 20 in like the U S I was like proud. They're like, we don't believe you. I like went home and I was like, did I just get lucky? It was just like a fluke that went from like the bottom rank all the way up to top 20. And like, it took like a few months for me to be like, no, they're just like messing around with me. It doesn't matter if they don't believe me. Like I put in the time, I know what went down. Like it's a dedication. But like, yeah, like even with guitar, like I'll play like a riff. Like I'm not that good yet. I'll play like a few like chords and I'll be like, did I do that? Like I just copied what I saw on screen. You know, it's like, so we're like getting out of your own head is just so hard to do gotta allow yourself to be a novice you know yeah. like you gotta allow yourself to to be to be bad at things um you know i i compare it to typing like how many times did you have to type the lazy fox jumps over the brown dog <laughs> to like know to where to put your fingers like you you probably type that thing thousands and thousands of time like when you when you when we were all like learning how to type um the same thing you have to apply to a controller a mouse and keyboard as you have you know, getting new games, um, a guitar, like it's, it's all the same. So, um, yeah. you know, as you're learning things, just cut yourself slack and, and give yourself time. Be like, Hey, I'm messing around and like, or I'm working on things and like yeah. separating, like, am I playing? Am I practicing? That line gets blurred in esports a lot. So yeah. that's why game gym, you know, when you come and, and train with us, like we try to take an hour, an hour and a half, two hours and like really work on something. The rest of the time, go mess around, play with whatever, do do whatever. But like for these, you know, for this two hours, we're gonna we're gonna play with the purpose. Yeah, no, like I, I picked up running recently because like I have two friends who did track, and I was like, I want to try some. Like first, I did eight miles, felt great. Second, I did sixteen miles. Like third day, like I was lying on the floor, could not stand, and I was like, holy shit! Like they like paced themselves, like the amount of discipline they put in. Because like I'll chuckle with them, they'll be like, oh, you know how to run a mile? I'm like, oh, that's so hard, dude. I just drive. But I'm like, I did like, I don't know, 24 miles over the course of like two days. And I was just like, I can't do this shit. Like they can go like infinite or like you with swimming. Like my brother, uh, he used to swim competitively. And I was like, dude, after like a few laps, I'm done. But like if you put me in front of a screen for like eight hours, I'll be vibing. Well, it's because you have a base. You yeah. built up a base. You built up, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, an ability to to do that thing well for an extended period of time because of the practice that you put in um and that's that's you know to me you know the the biggest thing it's all about the practice you know uh, i think that a lot of kids um a lot of esports athletes and a lot of regular athletes like they want it now and i understand that i like i i wanted you know i'm, yeah. I'm very very immediate as well but i think that there's a lot of pride in like you know uh gr like the grind you know yeah. just being in the grind and it's it's ugly and and when you're in it it sucks but, um, you know, it, it's also something that I think has uh, a lot of value and can teach you a lot of lessons. You know, it's funny because, like, I have a friend who, uh, he owns a personal training business. And, like, I started working out with him. And, like, he would take photos of me for his stories and be like, he couldn't lift, like, dude, I used to struggle on, like, 10-pound dumbbells, like, doing, like, just going up and down. Sure. Oh, my God, I want to dive in. I can do, like, 40 pounds. I'm just, like, vibing for a bit. I was, like, staying quiet, not talking back and just doing it. But, like... Now my friend, he got like war zone. He's like, dude, I can't hit shots. I'm like, you just got to start and cry your way to the top. There's like no other short road. Like you, gotta you can, get it. Yeah, yeah. The 
And like, even like, then you're like, there'll be some of you're like, I'm just good now, you know? Like, you want to do something amazing, you'll be like, I'm so much better than I used to be. And it's that's cool. I, I remember that one of the first times I played Overwatch, and I, I hit this play, um, or not first times, but it was one of the first times that I actually felt like I knew what I was doing. I, yeah. I you know, it was like, I got to play the game, and I, and I watched it back, and it was like, wow, like, I actually plan that out like that thing that i that i accomplished like you know i put down my sonic arrow i like you know uh, i i i went down i hit my dragon strike then i i i jumped to the left to to be able to uh you know head everybody with my rapid arrows yeah. and it was like it's like i did i did this series of of movements that like at the time felt very natural um but it was it was based on the work that I put in. I knew how to position. Yeah. I knew to save my my rapid strike so that as everybody moved out of the way of the dragon strike, I was there to hit them on the side with it. Like it was such a cool feeling, and it was only and, and it only occurred because I'd put in you know X amount of hours playing yeah. Overwatch. And like you know, I'm gonna let you leave in like a second. I mean, I have to watch you suffer, Josh. It's my favorite hobby, Joshy boy. But like yeah, no, like even like things as simple as like reading. Like, my brother, I'll show him, like, a TikTok, you know? That's the big thing right now. And he'd be like, oh, slow it down, I can't read it. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? Because, like, I was a big reader as a kid, and, like, I'll read in, like, under a second, whereas he'll take, like, he'll have to, like, stay still for a second, full attention. But, like, he swims and you swim. Like, if I went to swim against you guys, like, I would die. But if I went against, like, an average, like, nobody, I'd be fine. Because, like, that was the big thing that, like, revealed it all to, like, swimming. Because I started swimming, like, I don't know, like, two, three years ago, and, like, I can, I can hold my breath now for, like, two minutes. I'll be fine. But, like, I'll see these people talking shit, like, when you're out with your friends. They'll be underwater for, like, third scene. They're like, that's it. I'm dying now. It's like, once you build up that technique and tolerance, it's, like, so fun. That's what it's all about, man. And that's yeah. when, to me, that's, like, the issue is that the game should be fun. But it takes some work to get to the fun part. Yeah, that's, you know like, me mean? with like, Valorant. Like, I'm an aim-heavy yeah. player. So, like, this game is a blessing to me just hitting, like, clicking heads. But, like someone plays like league or something like if i wanted to league with them i'd get my ass handed to me but like if they come into like valorant or cs with me they won't have fun you know just like like if you want to have fun it's like you have to stick for stick through until like the suffering's over yeah you gotta you, yeah it's that's exactly right like you know the the i think the issue with games is that games should be fun yeah, that's the issue. But when you're, but when you're treating games as like a competitive sport, like we do, it's not yeah. always fun. You know, sports aren't always fun. So, you know, it's 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 uh, it's you got to kind of rethink. And and if you're you know a casual gamer who's slightly competitive, that's one thing. If you're a competitive gamer who is trying to take things to the next level, that's another thing. And I think it's important to kind of be like, all right, well. And, and also you could be the same person and, and play one day competitively and one day casually. And yeah. that's why I think like, you got to ask yourself, like, why am I playing today? Am I playing to practice? Am I playing to, to blow off some steam? Yeah. Am I playing because, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, not feeling great and I want to distract myself. Like those are three different ways that you would play. And like, if I was practicing, I would want to focus on this and that. If I'm, you know, playing casually, maybe I'm, I'm just kind of messing around, trying different characters, you know, yeah. like there's different structures. So that's why I think it's really important for people to ask, you know, why, why am I playing? You know? Um, yeah. All right, Josh, my lights flickering. 
and it's starting uh, to rain, so I just want to... Does that mean it's time? <laughs> I think that's even the big man outside telling me that to let you go. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on the first podcast. It's been really fun and insightful. So thanks for being on here. Dude, thank you for having me. I- I'm excited for this. I think it could be, you know, something that, that you know... It means a lot uh, coming from you. Into... Thanks, man. Well, I, I mean... You're a great dude. I think you've got a lot of great questions. Um, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to come back on in a couple of years when you've, uh, you know, got a, when I'm at a, Joe a, Rogan's level. Exactly, exactly. And we could laugh about this yeah. uh, this first one um, and, and the pictures that you have hanging behind you. Um, <laughs> uh, but, dude, thank you for having me on. Um, no let's uh, I'll, I'll talk to you soon. All right. See you, Josh. All right, bud. Peace. Bye.